all you need to do is be prepared mentally and tell that no matter what comes in your way you will push through it and you will do what you want in the end of the day mm-hmm. so i felt proud of myself for conquering the peak the happiest moment was when we were coming down the mountain cuz we literally slided down through the mountain wherever there was snow we just sat on the snow and the mountain was quite steep it might sound scary but it actually wasn't we just slided down and it was really fun this is episode 28 of dream 100 show welcome to the dream 100 show listeners i am your host savita husamane and i am your co-host gunjan Each week we interview today's most successful and inspiring business owners with winning teams who had the courage to chase their dreams in spite of all the challenges. Join us as we bring you everything that goes on in the minds of successful business owners during decision making process and gain insights to make smarter decisions. In today's episode we talk to Advika H who is a class 11 student a youtuber and an adventurer from Bangalore this 17 year old teen has summited Kedarkantha mountain peak during the harsh winter in spite of all the adversities today we talk to her to understand how mental stamina strength and flexibility played a huge role to not hold herself back let's hear it out from her right here right now welcome to dream 100 show atvika we are super excited to have you here thanks for having me awesome first of all i would like to congratulate you on your accomplishment of completing kedarkanth snow expedition thank you thank you so much this expedition is a winter trek for both beginners as well as experienced uh, trekkers most of them do it in winter just to get the thrill of the summit but before you start such a summit it is very important to have some kind of uh, physical training so did you have any kind of uh, physical training before you started off with this expedition uh yes i did but i did not have a lot of physical training the they had asked us to just keep fit day to day because the trek would be hard otherwise and i just did cycling now and then and i played like badminton and other sports sometimes but i wasn't very consistent on that okay all right but uh, so no jogging or walking or any kind of such exercises hmm Uh, no it was recommended but i did not do it every day so since you didn't do it every day did you have any difficulty during the trek because of this aspect uh you could say i did, i was it was a bit hard uh when we were coming down especially when because it was new all of a sudden after 2 years staying at home to go climb a mountain so high but nothing severe happened it was just normal cramps and like pain sometimes that's all so awesome that means uh, to say that you are a physically fit person yeah i think so <laughs> great 
Uh, so before you started off with the expedition, were you aware of what is the kind of terrain that you are going off to and the weather condition there in the trek? How prepared were you actually mentally? So they had informed us that it would be very cold, but they didn't tell us that it would be minus 18 degrees. Uh, we got to know that only when we went there. But I knew it would be pretty cold because it was a snow mountain. I didn't imagine minus 18, but I think I was mentally prepared for it because considering that I hadn't done any physical activity that much, I think I was more prepared mentally than physically for it. And that helped a lot. Great. And what about the kind of clothing that you were wearing? Were you wearing layers upon layers? Yeah, I was wearing six layers on top and four layers on the bottom. Oh my God. <laughs> so no thick jackets or? Uh... No, six layers, which included the fleece jacket and the down feather. And down was, in, on the bottom, I was wearing a waterproof and thermals and other leggings. Awesome. So now uh, let's start off uh, with the journey. Take us through the journey, like how you started off from Bangalore to the point where you started the trek. Okay, so there's this camp called In Me that I signed up with and I've already been to previous camps from them and they decided to take, since I'm from Bangalore, the base starting point was Delhi. So they decided to like get us to Delhi first and not there at on directly. So we all took a flight to Delhi and then from Delhi to Dehradun, we went by bus drive and Dehradun was the base camp and the base camp was called Tons. And we stayed there for two or three days where they prepared us for the trek. And then on the fourth day or so, we left to uh, the base camp of the mountain, which was called Judah Katalab in Sankri village. And from there, we started trekking to the mountain. And in, on the mountain, there were two base camps. The first day we trekked up uh, a few meters high and we camped on the first base camp. There was no snow over there. Only few plants had like ice particles on them. The second camp was a pretty high and that that was covered in snow. So we slept on the snow over there for two days. And that's when we finished the summit uh, in between and we came back down. So you started from uh, Dehradun to Sankri village. Yeah. So from there, uh, that was the base camp. And from the base camp, the journey started. The base camp was like a training camp. And from there, the journey started. Yes. Yes. So what kind of training were you given there in the base camp? We had to go on a trek. It was a short trek, but it was quite strenuous as well. And we went on two treks on two consecutive days. And we learned how to pitch tents in the base camp. Wow. So that means that you guys had to carry all the uh, tent and stuff like that? Uh, initially, the plan was that we need to carry the tents ourselves in our backpacks. But since our backpacks got a bit heavy already and we were just beginners, so they introduced the, the 
the transport system, which was by mules. So they put the tents and other snow boots and all on the mules and the mules carried it to the mountains. We just carried the basic necessities and some vessels and all that. So how heavy do you think was your backpack and what was there inside the backpack? I think the backpack was about three to five kgs and in the backpack was like our personal toiletries and clothing, extra clothing in case anything got wet and we needed to change. And there was few vessels that they distributed because we had to go up there and cook by ourselves. And there was the gators. Gators are basically something you put on top of the snow boot so that the snow doesn't go inside the boot when you climb the mountain. And the, we had to carry a torch and a waterproof jacket. So how was the experience without lights, without music, without mobiles? So what was happening through your mind and body during those times when you experienced nature in its raw state? It was definitely a new experience because the previous camps that I'd gone from in me was not completely raw nature. And we definitely, it wasn't as cold as this is, is the coldest camp I've gone to. So I experienced literal cold, cold nature at literally the coldest part of nature. So did you get to see the stars and the sunrise? Huh? Yeah, we saw a million stars. It had been a while since I'd seen stars because cities are so polluted, but we saw a lot of stars there. Mm -hmm. And the sunrise and sunset as well, we saw it clearly. The The sky colors were very beautiful over there. Mm -hmm. So what was that feeling at that moment? Was it of excitement? Was it of happiness? Was it joyful? Or was it like you had some kind of nervousness as well? Because wherever you see, it is just no vegetation, right? No, no, there was a lot of vegetation. There were a lot of trees, but they were all covered in snow. And I think I felt like joyful. I felt good that I climbed up because the view was amazing so it all felt worth it awesome along with you how many of them joined the expedition there were totally 36 students and there were about 11 instructors also but uh, many students couldn't finish it so the total amount of people who finished the whole trek was only 22 a lot of people backed out due to many reasons. Okay, when people were backing out, what was going on in your mind when you saw that people falling sick or for any other reason? Uh, why do you think mainly they backed out? Some people did fall sick. That's why they couldn't complete it. Some of them were quite slow when they were trekking and they themselves gave up after a while. They they couldn't handle the cold and they also didn't want to trek anymore because it was quite a big mountain. It was strenuous as well. And I personally did not feel like backing out even though they were all going. Many people did feel like going and some people stayed and some people went due to peer pressure, but I didn't feel any of that. Mm -hmm. So how was the food there? You said that you carried utensils to cook. So what did you cook and what was the kind of uh, food that you had? The initial plan was we made teams for cooking. 
but because it was so cold up there the instructors only did most of the cooking work and we just helped a little and it was all mainly protein or carbohydrate based food and like rice and they didn't do falkas they did only rice and dal and they gave us bread and nutella for breakfast and they gave us a porridge and only rice based items to give us energy so was that sufficient for you guys to uh, carry through the expedition uh yeah yes it was sufficient but uh, when it was so cold up there that none of us felt like eating and when it was in the vessel it was so hot but the second they put it to our bowls it mm. became like just lukewarm and it was very hard to eat like lukewarm food when we wanted boiling hot food mm-hmm. uh, well uh, advika being a girl uh, what kind of experience did you have when you had to visit the washrooms uh the washrooms were basically bba bba is behind bush activity uh in before we hit the snow and when we were on the campsite when we put up our tents that time there was a washroom tent and inside that we had to there was a team there was a washroom team from our students itself that dug up a big hole and in that hole you had to basically poop and pee and you had to cover it after you're done so that others could also use it so basically we were using the washroom in raw nature itself they we had nothing we could only use toilet paper because toilet paper is biodegradable but other than that we couldn't use anything else awesome along with you how many girls were there there was 11 girls in the whole camp and the rest were boys and there were about two women instructors mhm did you feel included because most of them were strangers to you right uh, when you started off so did you build a great rapport with them or uh, what kind of an atmosphere was built during the process of the trek it was a good atmosphere everyone who had come had were like very nice and kind and especially when we got to the mountain it was like we needed to depend on each other we were always there for each other and throughout the trek as well if anyone couldn't do it we would motivate them and we would help them out and we would make sure that they reached to the top but after that as well some people backed out but we were all as a big group together it was one depending on the other Mm-hmm. what were your top 3 learnings from this expedition i think i firstly learned how important your mental strength is because i was only able to do it i was only able to summit because i was so mentally strong many people could have done it if they too were mentally strong so i think it it really is all in the head and you can push yourself only if you have a good strong mental strength and uh i think i also learned how to push myself i usually would just go very hard on myself and tire myself out but this time i found a balance between reasoning with my body and also pushing myself to to the right extent and not crossing the line and thirdly i think i just uh, learned how to find joy in the little things like nature uh, and actually analyze 
how important it is and how much we need to work on conserving it that's brilliant uh, atvika uh, like uh, so then uh, what was the feeling when you reached the summit and uh, when you realized that yes we have done it so at that moment what was going on in your mind i think i was just very happy to reach the summit i saw the view from there and i literally felt like it was all worth it because there was a very beautiful view it was like we were on the top and everything else seemed so little in front of us mm-hmm. so i felt proud of myself for conquering the peak <laughs> that's awesome so uh, do you have any memorable uh, pictures did you were you able to capture uh, the best moments over there no not really we tried to capture as much as we could but it was so cold and that we couldn't capture it and then we were just like it's okay let's just enjoy the moment rather than capturing it we t- we did capture a few here and there but we did, we weren't literally stuck on to our cameras and also most of our cameras were like kind of fr- it didn't freeze but they weren't working properly because it was so cold so how much ever we could we used it and the rest of the time we just stuck on to enjoying and living in the moment mm-hmm. i think uh, that is the best takeaway for you you learned how to live the moment right yes we really mm-hmm. did yeah what would be your advice or your message to beginners who want to go out on such expeditions i think that they have to prepare themselves mentally because you how much ever you prepare yourself physically and take a decent amount of warm clothes anything can happen over there like in between one of the days we had a blizzard we experienced a blizzard and the first time nothing severe happened but there was a lot of snowfall and the blizzard also hit us and so all you need to do is be prepared mentally and tell that no matter what comes in your way you will push through it and you will do what you want in the end of the day mhm that's awesome like you said that you were mentally prepared and you have been telling that you have been mentally tough so any tips on how a person should become mentally tough i think self positivity works with that it's once you try and become friends with yourself then it's like your body will listen to you and so will your mind and it's like both of them will kind of correlate to each other usually it's like the body is either telling you to stop or the mind is just brought down by peer pressure or just by like hmm. others saying that you can't do it or your inner voice telling you that you can't do it but once you convince yourself that that's wrong and once you start treating yourself like you should then you'll acquire that mental strength That's pretty awesome for a young girl like you. Thank you. Advika we have Gunjan here who is the co-host and Gunjan also would like to ask you certain things. Gunjan go ahead. Hi Advika. Hi. Uh so my question is would you do it again? If yes, what changes uh, will you do while going for the second time? I would do it again and if I were to do it again I would definitely be more physically prepared and get more warmer clothes because 
it really was way colder than i thought it would be mm-hmm. did you ever regret on the way oh how i wish i had listened to them and been more uh, prepared <laughs> oh, i didn't regret at all okay. i didn't regret but i just yeah it would have been better if i'd done more training mhm awesome advika uh, any other thing uh, in the trek which you feel that will have an impact on somebody who is listening to this uh, uh, interview please go ahead and share uh, i just think that if anyone has an opportunity like this they should just take it because you learn a lot from these you learn a lot from doing little things like this and they're the real life skills and not what you actually learn at school so if you ever come across an adventure camp or you have an opportunity to go on a specific adventure you should just go for it because that's like a life learning opportunity for you awesome so what are the next adventures on your bucket list i definitely want to do bungee jumping and hang gliding and anything new that i come across any adventure i want to do snowboarding as well and skiing i want to acquire a lot of skills in adventure that's great so any thoughts of uh, summiting the mount everest uh, did that thought cross your mind yes it did but i'm not very keen on it i'm satisfied with this mountain I I don't think I will stick on to one thing. I think I'd like variety more than just trekking mountains. Awesome. Uh so it was uh, a great Advika talking to you. So what was the happiest moment for you throughout this entire expedition before we close this? The happiest moment was when we were coming down the mountain cuz we literally slided down through the mountain wherever there was snow we just sat on the snow and the mountain was quite steep it might sound scary but it actually wasn't we just slid down and it was really fun we couldn't mm-hmm. record it because we didn't want to like take out the cameras as there was snow coming hitting us when we were sliding down but that was definitely the best part of the whole expedition <laughs> so you went back to your childhood days of sliding yes <laughs> awesome so if our listeners want to reach out to you how can they get a chance to do so and stay connected uh i do have a youtube channel which i'm not very consistent with but i hopefully will be sooner or later and you could definitely check me out there and the name of the youtube channel is lah so you could search that up if you really want to keep in touch with me Awesome Madhvika thank you so much for taking out your time and sharing your wonderful moments with us i'm sure uh, this uh, expedition will uh, pave the way for many more adventures in your life so we wish you all success in all your future endeavors all the best yeah. for all the coming adventures thank you thank you so much for having me it was really fun doing this <laughs> thank you <laughs> now we have atvika's parents who will be giving their perspective of what they went through after atvika submitted so let's hear it out from atvika's dad mr hambana so mr hambana after knowing the realities uh, of you know how the camp was and how her experience was would you be sending her again no 
never <laughs> okay uh, and why so no actually she has experienced a lot in that all uh, uh, difficult things and all one time she was experienced i don't feel like uh, sending her a second time okay and what was your first reaction after getting to know about well, first reaction listening to her uh, experience i was fully shocked i was uh, totally speechless listening to that one but she had a good time um, nevertheless yeah after that uh, that two days uh, experience was very bad after that she enjoyed a lot and all only thing is that cold minus uh, uh, 17 degree it is uh, really tough uh, to uh, cope up with the environment and all yeah so thank you so much for your insights so now we have advaka's mom here my question to you is were you aware of all the dangers of the snow expedition and the harsh realities like the climate the place etc yeah actually i was quite aware of the general facts that the snow expedition has to be going on and the temperature is going to be cold because we had got the kit list and they had asked us to take the temperature control jackets and the snow boots would be provided by them so i was quite aware but uh, after she came back only then i got to know the extreme weather conditions can change during the harsh winter and there was a blizzard and uh, it was very harsh for them to handle uh, i got to know of it later initially i was a little bit mentally prepared for all such things and because it was within me every time their expedition is a success so i thought that yes they can handle it mm-hmm. so uh, how does it feel when you see your child now after her amazing experience she believed in herself and uh, the joy is unstoppable i feel so glad like she could make it she had the will power to continue because uh, initially there were two base camps and in each camp when the children were going down like she had an option like if she could have also like faked some cold or she could have told that uh, can i want to go back and all but she had the will power and she decided that she is going to continue further mm-hmm. and she did it and i feel very proud that's great so it wouldn't be the same if she had backed down um earlier never feel uh, failure is a big thing in life either you win or you learn something so she would have learned something like why she backed out and i would have asked her to work upon it uh, my joy wouldn't have been reduced because of that i would have felt like she learned something in life now she learned that she went to the summit and it was unstoppable energy she had great will power everything is good but uh, if at all she had come back i would have felt that uh, this would be the stepping stone to success she would have learned a still greater lesson as to how she could accomplish it better and all so it's always a good learning for her this or that it's the same that's right so um now like what are the few things that you learned from her experience and were you inspired by it yeah the first thing is that uh, whenever you go out on an adventure trip however organized it is nature can be tough sometimes and you have to be tough inside when the going gets tough the tough gets going 
because uh, inme is a very good company they had uh, done all the arrangements everything but still the instructors forgot to give them shoes so they had to walk in nike shoes a uh, little bit and even in the tent like they were not prepared for the blizzard and kids felt very cold they froze and uh, you know the soup packets were handed to them and each time nobody waits for you in a snow expedition is that is what she told me they keep going because you can't wait and there were other crowd who used to stop by to talk on the phone and they would disturb their coming back and people would move forward and they would ask them to take the other route the public and all but uh, they had to take the same route so all such small small things you will encounter and uh, so you have to be mentally prepared for other things that is when you discover yourself it is not like a tailored thing like yeah this is how you go this is how you stay and this is how you come back because sometimes the instructors go very far and you are left behind with yourself then then you discover yourself a lot like how strong you are and how mentally and physically fit you have kept yourself all these days that's right so if you knew about uh, all that would happen or hmm. the actual you know how the base camp would be would your decision of sending her still be the same yes that is what it is for an adventure trip a struggle that is how you learn if everything is like Uh, safe and sound then you don't learn anything when parents take them we see to it that we do everything uh, like perfect for them but if she has to discover herself she has to go to the unknown zone so many times and that is when she is free enough to discover either to take a decision as to come back or to continue further how to handle herself what she should eat how she should manage in the cold so all that decision she'll be able to take herself i would love her to go to many more expeditions like this and come back feeling joyful of whether she could complete it or not and always learn from each expedition That's great. Wishing I wish all the best for her future endeavors. Yeah, yeah. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I thank Miss Advika from the bottom of my heart for her honest, straight from the heart, calm and poised answers. Here are my few takeaways from this brilliant conversation. My co-host Gunjan had a question Dream 100 show is exclusively for business owners so does a class 11 student qualify as a guest I would like to add here that starting a business and growing a business and scaling up a business is very much similar to starting your journey of summiting a mountain going through all the challenges pushing yourself and then accomplishing what you set out to be and throughout this process the common line is enjoy the journey so here i would like to draw parallels between summiting a mountain and scaling a business my first learning is that keep pushing yourself in spite of all the harsh realities which are both external as well as internal even in business we have challenges within the business as well as the external complexities so just take the next step my second learning is that expect unexpected encounters from all directions but have the mindset of facing every challenge as an opportunity in the business market 
conditions also change unexpectedly from every directions but just have the mindset of looking at it as an opportunity to grow and scale the third learning is that be open to give a helping hand and move towards the big goal by helping each other that is what we looked in the summit where everybody was helping each other right similarly in a business when there is internal harmony accomplishing any goal becomes inevitable my fourth learning is that give up your comfort zones to go up with your decision making skills in business all progress happens only when we give up our comfort zone and move to the growth zone so that is the decision which a business owner has to take my fifth learning is that live the moments totally as they bring true happiness it is not earning millions or billions but it is enjoying the journey at every stage be it submitting a peak or achieving goals it is not only the end result the journey is as important as the goals and the journey of growth is never a destination growth is a journey by itself so let's keep growing and learning at every stage thank you so much for being such a wonderful audience never lose out on an opportunity to learn from the life lessons of real time business owners on dream 100 show thank you so much for listening to this episode of dream 100 show and now make a smart decision of taking the next step towards your dreams we strongly believe that life is just a play as we win some we lose some we miss some and we mess with some so enjoy your journey and play to the fullest don't forget to subscribe to the dream handed show and leave a review share your biggest takeaways with us and follow us on linkedin facebook and instagram this is savita and gunjan signing off catch you soon in our next episode Bye.